0: Hello, FA Nation. Justin Fensterman here along with Matt Sells, and it's time for another family meetup, the Family Times podcast here on FantasyAlarm.com. Full swing for baseball. Sellsy. what's going on, man? How you doing?
1: I'm in a pretty good mood. Um, Hard to complain. We got baseball in full swing. NASCAR's in full swing. Weather's finally getting nice. I've been able to grill like four times this week, so
0: that's it that's 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 the under at that point for you man
1: well so we had a 28 degree day a few days ago and then we had like 40 mile an hour winds a couple of days before that so you know my grill's enclosed it is a charcoal thing but like it gets you know when i light it there's still sparks so i get a little bit cautious when it's 40 mile an hour winds and you know like that gets a little dangerous i don't want to i don't want to catch my neighbor's fence on fire man that's not course that's not neighborly that's true. No, listen, you send you send me. I feel like I
0: communicate more with you than my wife because you send me all your grilling things and what you're making for dinner. Like awesome. the delicious chicken shawarma the other day that had you salivating. <laughs> that's right. That's right. You know who has me salivating right now when it comes to fantasy baseball? Brian Reynolds, man. That's someone that has me salivating. I have him on every freaking team. And the reason why, by the way, is because I'm a company guy that fantasy alarm MLB draft guide. That's right. That had rankings, multiple rankings from our boys, Howard Bender, Adam Ronis. I wanted this guy on my team already with four home runs a seven RBIs, hitting over 400 at the dish already. I mean, long-term Pirates guy? Eh, probably not. But at the same time, I'm enjoying this from this Pittsburgh guy as much as the locals enjoy sandwiches from Pramanti Bros.
1: Oh man, Permante sandwiches are delicious. But yes, yeah, he's not salivating the owner of the Pirates.
0: <laughs> That's true. No, he yeah.
1: has to go pay that guy money into the team. Yeah, he can't just pay him in Permanti Brothers sandwiches anymore. Uh he's he's got to pay he's got to pay this guy. And as of like last week, they had yet to come to terms on an extension. Shocker. Um I find it very hard to believe that they're going to keep Many, if any, of the young core that they're rebuilding, which is unfortunate because they have some very interesting, very talented young players between Cabrian Hayes, O'Neal Cruz, Jay Juan Bay, Brian Reynolds, um, Andy Rodriguez, their catcher, first base outfield guy coming up is impressive. Um, he's not going to be a catcher long term because they have Henry Davis uh, coming up too to catcher who looks fantastic. Quinn Priester hopefully doesn't follow the, uh, you know, let's let's put it this way. Quinn Priester may come up and then follow the Garrett Cole Tyler Glass now uh, model where he gets very good and then Pittsburgh ships him off for a package that they should never have taken for a very good pitcher, right? Because Glass now was um, once a Pirate prospect. Garrett Cole was a Pirate prospect. Jamison Tyone was a was a Pirates prospect. There's a couple others where they could basically have an entire staff of aces. Um so sorry there, Colby, to go rub that in because he is a he is our resident pirates fan. Colby he's Conway, love Colby Conway. He does a he's lot He's just of a glutton work. for punishment though, between the Texans and the Pirates. Like Bro, I he's a glutton for punishment. I'm a
0: glutton for punishment. Like, <laughs> I know, I saw your tweet. I, with the, the Mets, the Knicks, the Jets, and the Islanders. I'm a glutton. And the difference is with me the number one market in the world, and I root for these
1: crap teams. So here's my question. Let's get into a philosophical debate here, right? Thank God. When is it okay to realize you don't have to be a glutton for punishment and switch up to a sports team you may have lived by or followed for a while? For me, I'm not saying insane. bandwagon to the, to the latest, who I really love, uh Joe Burrow. So I'm going to go hop on the Bengals right? But like you've lived in the DC area for a while. So when can you switch to, Hey, I've been to
0: the nationals and the, and the commanders (laughs) and the wizards.
1: Okay. Let's take, let's take me. I've lived out in the Midwest in some form or fashion. When I say Midwest, I mean, Missouri, Kansas, and Nebraska. I've lived here for 18 uh, years, going on 19 years at this point. Right. So I've been in the market, the media market for the chiefs and, yes the royals um for that long so having lived half my life not near the market of the teams that i chose when i was a kid because that's who the family rooted for that's who i grew up near when i was six why why as guys do we let teams we chose as four five and six year olds ruin our entire life loyalty that's why loyalty
0: Because we've been with them for so long that we think when lightning finally strikes and they have their moment in the sun, win that title, it'll be oh so extra special. But then you think of the teams I root for, they're never going to win titles. Look at the Mets. Look at the Mets. You're seeing Scherzer, you're seeing them get bombed by the Brewers. Verlander's hurt. Norvias is hurt. I'm excited by the way to see Francisco Alvarez. I'm yeah, but they're not playing of- him. What but, but I know, but still Beatty now hurt. Everybody is hurt now
1: on this team. Yeah, because they're the they're the Mets. Their training staff is they need to call in Dennis Haysbert and do like a <laughs> do like a cleansing of their training so, by the way, if anybody doesn't get their reference, go watch Major League. I'm sorry. Uh, Serrano? Yeah, Pedro Serrano. By the way, I learned a story that uh he was not supposed to carry the bat around the bases when he hit that home run. It was a it was just a freak thing where they hit it in front so they actually had 25,000 extras in that scene in the stadium. They put 25,000 people in the stadium to make it look full, right? And they're throwing the actors are facing actual pitching. Okay? So Haysbert hits the homer and gets so excited that he just carries the bat around the bases with him, which was not scripted. And they left it in because it just fits the character in the scene so well. <laughs> such a good,
0: such a good movie. I even like Major League Two as well. Like, I think I, do honestly, too. I think Parkman
1: is a very good heel character. I think he is. I, I think you're I think you're. Right about that and the paid that the centerfold the catcher who, who feels at ease when he starts thinking about the centerfolds oh rube baker yeah yeah dude that guy's hilarious he's so goofy yeah it's that's hilarious
0: so willie mays I, hayes runs like what is it willie mays hayes runs like mays something like hayes something like that yeah i with a maze Hayes. No, I, I I I love that man. Major League is so funny. You know, I didn't watch that movie until way later in my life. Like I, I grew up on Rookie of the Year, The Sandlot, Angels in the Outfield, Field of Dreams. Like those are the movies that I grew up on for baseball movies. And then later on, I started to watch some of the others. Bull Durham, watch that. But those big You've seen four, eight men out, dude. I think eight men out is one of the
1: most underrated baseball movies out there. A hundred percent. That cast is loaded. It's a great story. Um, For those who don't know, it's about the 1919 Black Sox and Shoeless Joe Jackson. But it is a very loaded cast. So, yes, if you see that and Field of Dreams back to back, you're going to be living in a White Sox, Shoeless Joe Jackson uh, world for about four hours. (laughs) Have you ever been to the Field of Dreams games? I have not. I really wanted to go when it was going to be the the Yankees from, you know, a year or so ago. Um, I have not been there. I So you might think that it's a reasonably quick drive for me to get to the Field of Dreams, considering I live in Nebraska and the Field of Dreams is in Iowa. But it's actually all the way across the state of Iowa, which is like 300-something miles wide, by Damn. the way. So it's... Dyers, I think it's in Dyersville, Iowa, if I'm not mistaken, which is in like the northeast corner of the state. It's about like a, I don't know, it's at least a five hour drive for me to get to the Field of Dreams. So it's a day to get out there and then you got to do something and then you got to stay there because it's like, it's not a day trip for me. It's not like, you know, a couple hours out and then come back. It's like a whole day of driving. So I have not been there. It's also not right off the highway. So, like, I've got to drive all the way across Iowa and then go, like, an hour and a half north off of I-80 to get there. Um, So it's not like I could just pop in on the way to Chicago or something. But I have been to the Hall of Fame a couple of times, driven there from—
0: Oh, you've been to Cooperstown. I've been to Cooperstown as well.
1: Yes. Um, Had the pleasure of taking my my daughters there uh, a few years ago to go see Mo get inducted into the Hall of Fame.
0: I wish I went to see Griffy That I regret. I
1: saw I saw Griffey
0: too. Good, good for you, man. I I have regrets for that, man. I do. I just it was
1: what Griffey and Piazza.
0: Was it? I guess it was them two. Yeah. Then.
1: And by the way, I dislike. Like you're an okay Mets fan. I don't dislike you, but Mets fans in general, I dislike because that year it was only those two. They had Piazza go first, and then Griffey. The Mets fans who drove up for the day packed up and left after Piazza's...
0: Oh, that's stupid.
1: ...speech. So it was like half full for Griffey. That's stupid. I mean, Griffey's one of the greatest of all time. Also, what are you rushing back for? It's mid-afternoon on a Saturday. Like, what are you... Let me tell
0: you, man, my, my pops used to take me to Yankee Stadium. I grew up on Long Island, Mets fan and everything. My pops used to take me to Yankee Stadium... And we'd root on Ken Griffey Jr. <laughs> with the bleacher creatures right there. <laughs> One day I was there; it was like ninety six or ninety seven. Griffey just hit a bomb, and I we were going nuts. And everyone's looking at us like, not good right there. But to and full circle here. You know, man, if you live in a if you live in a place like as long as we've lived where we've lived, I guess you can adopt the team, especially. But it's not you know, with everything that the internet has now, it's not, the focus isn't as much on the local media, the local teams, it's more everything worldwide. If this were 1993, let's just say, and I had at that time lived in the DC area for 10, 12 years, it would be much easier, I feel like for me to adopt one of those DC teams and, or one of the DC or even Baltimore teams. And then, because at that point, I'm reading that media. I'm reading that newspaper every single day. So I you almost and then you're watching them on local. Meanwhile, by the way, I was on, I was hanging out with Adam Ronis the other night on a radio show. And we're, you know, we're doing live action updates and everything. And the Yankee game, the Yankees Phillies game, which was on TBS, which I was watching here in Maryland, he's in New Jersey, and it was it was blacked out. Like Yankees fans could not watch the Yankees game. The other night. Yeah, the blackouts for MLB have to stop. Yeah, I just... Dude, we just want to watch some baseball. And enough of having to pay for all these extra services, okay? Cable's expensive enough.
1: That's why you don't get cable. Right. But that's why... I don't have cable. I haven't had cable in like nine years. Man, I'm starting to think that that's maybe the direction to go, bro. I literally, like... You can bundle so much stuff now with streaming, like Hulu, right? You pay for Hulu... For like fifteen bucks a month, you get Hulu, Disney Plus, and ESPN.
0: That's pretty good. That's now
1: pretty you good. don't get live TV with that Hulu package, but you get like stuff shows up. The, See, the next I package. need the live TV, man. Yeah, but you can watch live TV on ESPN with True. that package. But you don't True, get like thing. the Hulu with sports or whatever, right? You can, or you get somebody who had you get a friend with a cable subscription and you say hey let me use your login and then you can log in and watch live stuff on the apps that's what i do for a bunch of stuff i feel bad about that people are like i'm just it it doesn't add to it no right what you do you give them your creds to like, I do that with my parents, right? Like, they give me their their cable login so I can watch HBO. But
0: that's, and that's different. That's your family. That's parents. I'm talking, like, you go up to a Joe Schmo or your coworker and your you say. I'm not talking about some rando. I'm talking about a good friend.
1: Are you going through puberty, Matt Sills? Your voice just cracked twice. I might be because you're forcing me into it. Like, with this, <laughs> like, yeah, I'm going to go ask some, some Joe Schmo off the street. Hey, man, what's your cable creds? Do you have cable? What's your provider? No, I have Direct TV. Oh, sorry. You're out because they suck. Like, also, by the way, who's still paying for satellite? I don't understand. I don't understand this. We have – there are people who live up the street from us who have a satellite dish in their front yard. I'm like, it goes out every time it rains. Why Why would you – who's still using satellite? I don't – I don't know. I know but, by the
0: way, let's to, to swing it back to baseball. We already had a game go under two hours, man. Yeah incredible. I mean, look, and I know like you saw Otani get burnt a few times with the violations and I know these new rules in place, but I- I'm liking the pace a little bit more, man. Now, see I-
1: only, we see less than 1 per game, by the way, on those violations. So it's not like they're having a huge Otani has like
0: two all on the mound one at the dish or Yeah, he got dinged
1: for pitching and hitting violations in the same game the other night. Yeah. He's the first one, and I'm presuming the only guy who's ever gonna have that happen. Um, I'm liking the pace. I I really, I really like the pace. And yeah. to be honest, having watched it for a while, it doesn't feel too fast. No, it doesn't. And you know what else? It just I, doesn't feel slow. It you feels know the way. the pace encourages
0: me cells because the one rule I really don't like of the changes over the last couple of years, the ghost runner. And I'm hoping that because of what we're seeing with the pace this year, that going into next year, they get rid of the ghost runner because they're happy with
1: the speed of the game. The Yeah, but the ghost runner is about not having games go 17 innings. It's not about the speed of the game. It's about not blowing through an entire pitching staff the first game of a series because it goes 17 innings. It is a timing thing as well, though. That I mean, a little bit. But it's more about the health of, hey, we can't have – these guys pitch 17 innings, and then you don't have a doubleheader, so everybody gets blown out in the first week of a season, and it takes a month and a half to get them back on schedule for innings. Is Right. Generally what it's um, – But it's been fun. The pace has been nice.
0: It's yeah. been good. I mean, look – By the I, way, I, offense is up, so – I just – I mean, I almost find the violations funny because I like seeing the hitter or the pitcher's reaction – To the violations That's that's look, they're going to all adjust. Everyone's going through a period of an adjustment right now. A lot of the minor league players coming up are used to this. So I feel like for the future generations that are coming up over the next few years, we'll see it less and less with the violations. But again, I'm liking this. I'm hoping it's drawing more attention to the game of baseball and that when it comes to all these rules and everything that it continues to grow the game or it just contributes to the growth of the interest level of the game of baseball. But I'm liking what I'm seeing so far. It's been a fun first week outside of that, man. And I hate, I mean, I'm going to, we're going to bring this up, but that Anthony Rendon stuff, man, he's got to keep it under control, man. Like I know that there's the old school, like you can't, you shouldn't be if you're a fan able to call players, certain names and especially names that have, very horrible undertones and stuff like that should not be allowed. But Anthony Rendon's gotta be careful, man. Like you got like players like him, you can't grab a fan. I'm shocked that the suspension was only four games, considering he swung at a fan. He did. He
1: swung at the fan. He did he did swing at the fan. (sighs) I'm fine with the suspension. It's a first time violation. He's been a pretty upstanding citizen. To begin with, it's not like you know. I'm surprised he didn't get hurt
0: swinging like... at the fan.
1: Well, yeah, and then you had the fans on Twitter going, "Oh, there's a third swing and a miss for Rendon today." And I'm like, really, people? Like, come on, like, like. Um, I mean, he's been an upstanding guy. In fairness, though, to the Angels, it does probably work out because he was dealing with a sore knee before that. So now it gives him a few days without having to go on the IL and, you know, be out longer. So there is that. But fans have got to be better. Like, just because you paid a ticket doesn't mean that they're a circus animal that performs for you and you can call them whatever the hell you want to. Like, be a great Be respectful. And even if you got the ticket from a buddy for free or you use some point thing or you won a contest, doesn't matter. They're human beings. Yes. Do they get paid a ridiculous amount of money to play a game? Yeah. You know why? Because you all pay to watch them. You pay for the TV. You watch it, which therefore brings in money from revenue, which then goes to the team. So, like, it feeds itself. Is it a ridiculous amount of money? Yes. Are they getting paid less anytime soon? No. So, like, and just realize that two years ago, we didn't have live sporting events to go to. Right. right? So, like, just because we have it back, and we're going back to everything from pre-pandemic in a lot of ways, which is fine in a lot of ways, doesn't mean you get to treat other human beings like crap. Also, if you're on an opposing team... And you're going to taunt the opposing players. You should be fine with whatever the hell they want to get back to you, to be, to be like, like there should be a rule where if a fan taunts you at the end of the game, they can come down and talk to you in your face and then deal with whatever the hell the player wants to give back to him. Yeah. And if, and if anything is, I
0: don't know if that kid or whatever was drunk, that guy was drunk or whatever, had a few drinks. But look, first of all, I don't know why people like getting wasted at sporting events. It's not fun. It's also, not it's expensive. Fun getting wasted at sporting events. It's you expensive. Know? It's sure. expensive, but it's not fun. You're not able to really move around too much. You're in your seat. You can't just – it's not like you're at a party where you're drinking, you're walking around, you're socializing as much. Some people can start getting drunk walking around the stadium. I never understood why people love getting hammered at sporting events. It was never appealing to me. I like throwing a few back just like the next person does.
1: But at a sporting event, I never, ever saw the appeal. Yeah, like you paid a bunch of money for the tickets. And that guy clearly paid a decent amount. Yes, it was Oakland, so we can stop with the jokes about. They still cost a pretty decent amount of money to sit as close to the field as he had to be sitting for Rendon to hear one particular guy call him a not not nice word. A not nice word, right? Also, by the way, and this is a little besides the point, but if the fan really, really wanted to prove a point, he would have stayed there and let Rendon's slap connect. Because here's why. Gets a lawsuit out of it, and the suspension is almost guaranteed to be way longer if that connects, right? Not condoning Rendon's behavior at all. And in fact, he's my daughter's favorite player, and I've already talked to her about not acting the way he did. But if the fan really wanted to make a point, he'd stand there and let it connect, because then he gets to sue him for millions of dollars and gets Rendon suspended for even longer than – Five days. I mean, we saw what happened in the malice at the Palace. Yep. And that's the thing. Let's go back to
0: the malice in the Palace. Steven Jackson went into the stands and connected with a swung at a fan. He got suspended like 30 games for that. Now, what Ron Artest, Metta World Peace, did, that's a whole different story. When going and chasing and then would if, if no one was there to stop him, he would have just p- kept punching and punching and punching. But Steven Jackson maybe landed one punch. Jermaine O'Neal, while on the sidelines, maybe landed one driver punch. And that's it. But they got like close to thirty games. Those two. It so was almost the rest of the season at that. Oh, well, no, our test was suspended for the rest of the year. But those two guys got a handful of games. That's why I was so surprised when Rendon only got four for swinging. But he didn't connect. He, you know what? He might have. He might have nicked the hat a little bit, but not enough where it caused injury impact. I mean, it's a hat. It's not like I punch,
1: understand, but you can't sucker swing punch at the, the guy. fan. You can't swing at the I fan. I agree. I agree. I already said I didn't condone his behavior. I'm just right. saying if you're a fan and you're really gonna talk crap, stand there and take it. Yep. Like and stop do all- doing that. We're mean. seeing it in basketball. Just
0: enjoy the game. Enjoy yeah. the game. That's that you pay like you were saying, these tickets aren't cheap. Back in 08, when I was going to RFK to the Nationals
1: games, they were giving away seats for free. I never had to pay for a ticket the first couple of years. Yeah, to give you an idea, because I've actually sat in them, the Lexus President's Club. Well, what used to be the Lexus President's Club. I don't know if it's still called that, but the President's Club seats at Nats Park, which are directly behind home plate, the section that you see on TV yes. with the big blue pads and whatever. We went there uh, several years ago for my dad's birthday Game my dad and I went he used His points that he had accrued As a season ticket holder to cash Them in to sit there And they come with all you can eat food And drink that's delivered to your seat That's included in the ticket price It comes with a buffet before A the game There's still three hundred dollars a ticket Yeah And you still have to pay for a parking pass So this stuff yeah, Is eat. it all you can eat food and drink Yeah but, like, combined, there's no way my dad and I ate $600 worth of food. So we are still paying a pretty nice chunk of money. I know a lot of people can't afford that. I'm not even sure that had my dad not had points that we would have done that, to be perfectly honest. The seats that we normally sit in, which are in the second deck, um, are still, I don't know, 60 bucks a ticket per game. So it's not like it's cheap. Just enjoy the sports. Yeah.
0: Enjoy the sports. Like you said, you said it sells. A few years ago, we would be begging to be able to go to a game. We would be begging just to have we, sports on besides the
1: Bundesliga and KBO. Yeah, by the way, speaking of the Nats, Eric Fiddy is crushing it in the KBO right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the bottom line is, yeah, if you can't – and look, there are some people and a lot of people – that just when they drink, they just can't be responsible, mature. You just there are people that just can't handle it. Be in your own environment if you're gonna drink excessively, or even have a few to make yeah. yourself make bad. Stay
1: home and watch it on TV, it's cheaper. Yes,
0: yes, it is. You know, but when you go to a game, let's just enjoy the sports. Let's just enjoy the baseball. Let's just enjoy cheer, boo. You know, like celebrate with everybody around you when when things go great. You know, but number one, leave the players alone. Number two, just enjoy the game and don't get sloppy, drunk, or be excessive. Get into fights. And I follow that MLB Fights account. And when I see new fights every day, it shouldn't have to be that way. We're all just watching sports. There shouldn't be fights in the stands every single day. It's sad. It's just sad. So that's all – What look, when it comes to this baseball from everything that we've had over the last week, the speed has been great, but some of the actions have definitely not been, especially in the Rendon situation. Now, One
1: one last thing. Can we stop calling it a sweeper? I've heard that term referred to for pitches way too much over the last week, and I, like, I get that one person said it, and now everybody wants to be hip to the lingo and say, oh, it's a sweeper. It's a sweeper sweeper pitch? Yeah, it's a slider. When did we stop calling things sliders? It's literally been called a slider for since the pinch was invented, like I don't know, 70 years ago. Yeah. Like Amen to that. Amen. Why, to why me. We, and also if you're gonna put stuff up on your uh jumbotron, let's let's not invent new things that are not great. I saw the uh, the Padres, their their pitcher, one of their relievers throws a a pitch that apparently is a mix between a slider and a cutter. Congrats. Don't call it a slutter and then put it up on the big screen where it gets gets clipped and then put on Twitter um, so that everybody can see, hey, the Padres are calling it a slutter. Um, A, you should probably come up with a better name for the pitch. Um, Just because it's two pitches mixed doesn't mean that there can't be a better – (laughs)
0: Or just call it slider slash cutter. Just call it a slider slider. dash cutter. That's all you got to do. Just call it a slider dash cutter. People just want to – they just want to invent things that go viral. Or by the way, it
1: could just be a slider with a little less movement or a cutter with a little more movement. Doesn't mean it has to be – not every pitch in the world is some combo of things. Some guys have more movement on pitches and they move in different ways than – and others but the sweeper i don't know if it's because they they it got tied to otani or what but it's like what happened to slurve right like slur? so slur? we'll pick up like, we'll pick up the pitching
0: terminology here cells because we're about to end things let's get to the family table though because i'm gonna bring up a question for you because at this point the one thing i'm gonna bring to the family table is i was in my dynasty league finals for fantasy basketball and I was. This is a league where there's like 16, 18 teams in it. So eight teams made the playoffs. I was the eighth seed. I and it, there's reseeding too, which is wild. I beat the number one team. I beat the number two team in the finals against the number three team. I tied four four. And the reason why I lost is because he was the higher seed. And I just feel like there has to be a better way. I don't know if it's you pick a random category. And that's the category that decides a tiebreaker. Maybe you do head to head since the head to head league. Maybe you do history head to head with the tiebreaker being a category. I just want to get your take very, very quickly, Cells, on this because this is what I'm bringing to the table. Is there a better tiebreaker than higher seed in that situation?
1: Yeah, head to head is fine. Yes, because I, mean, I feel every like sport, I feel robbed every sport a in bit. the world uses head to head as the first
0: tiebreaker. Right, and I know I entered this league and the rules, the rules were the rules all year long. But I still can I still can have some feelings about it, and I just feel a little little robbed because it was a four-four tie, and now I'm only getting twenty-five percent of the pot because I
1: lost via tiebreaker simply because this guy was the higher seed. Well, here's my other question. So it's a four-four so I'm guessing it's a head-to-head categories. Yes. Okay, so unlike baseball, you have there's no offense, and there's no pitching. There's normally
0: in- nine categories, by the way, for those that know basketball categories. There's normally nine standard categories. In this particular league, the commissioner eliminated turnovers as a category, so, so that I went would, down to eight.
1: I would you, I would say if you can't get head-to-head tiebreaker put in as the tiebreaker rather than the seed, I would try to get them to add a ninth category because then we're not. That's already
0: – see, the the adding turnovers, he won't do it. He already nixed no, it.
1: Pick another category. Fine. Fine. That's that's something so pick – so you're with I me That Head-to-head tiebreaker first. If that doesn't go through, I would ask them to, to add a – you have to make – if you're going to have head-to-head categories, you've got to have it in a way in which it's not – an even number of categories. So we'll, and we'll That's pick that. Odd. And we'll get when
0: Ryan Hallam joins us next week. You can week. either go
1: down to seven or add one more, but right. it's gotta be, it's, okay. it's gotta be odd. Otherwise, you you get ties.
0: Yep. All right. What are you bringing to the family table, cells?
1: What I'm bringing to the family table is Happy Easter and Happy Passover to everybody. Thank you. As you Passover started for those uninitiated or not the chosen ones. Um, <laughs> Sorry, that's just God I knew it would make Fenty laugh uh, Passover started Wednesday night um, It's still going It's not a one day thing By the way um, There's three seders involved One on the first, one on the second night And one on the last night typically um, And Easter is this Sunday So happy Passover and happy Easter To all of those Who um, celebrate those I know in my household we have an Easter over dinner uh because my we are a mixed religion household. For those wondering, uh, so we do Easter over. So we combine. Yes, that means I have ham on Passover because it's way too damn tasty not to eat it. So they, hey, that's you know,
0: that's very that's very kosher of you, souls. But it's to, all, to all those that don't celebrate. By the way, just yeah. have a great weekend and enjoy the sports because NBA playoffs That'd are coming nice. up. We'll continue. Weather. Yes, we'll continue. Covering all the sports here on FantasyAlarm.com. Make sure you're checking out the site. Always give Matt Sells a follow here at the Salesman on Twitter. I'm at Fantasy Sports. Ryan Hallam's not with us today, but give him a follow on Twitter at Fighting Chance. And as we always say, a family that sticks together wins together.